welcome to Wake Up America with Captain Insano, your first choice for truth, freedom, and the American dream. As always, I am your host, Captain Insano. Today, we discuss whether World War III is imminent. We also have part two of my journey through Je the Jehovah's Witnesses in the greater Pittsburgh era. And we also discuss the man of the year... Elon Musk. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by the Captain Insano Cocaine Emporium and Liberty and Freedom Depot. We have everything you need this holiday season to remain free from tyranny like those terrible killers coming around and extorting you for some figgy pudding. You know what happens when they show up on your front porch? Guess what? We have a projectile that is button-activated that shoots acid directly onto them and you won't have to deal with these carolers anymore. Go to CaptainEncinoCocaine.com to look at all of our items. Use the promo code FREEDOM for 20% off. Welcome back to the show. Is World War III imminent? I would hazard to guess yes. However, it may be the Russians and not the Chinese that we need to worry about at this moment. Now, I'm going to go ahead and go back to a few... Uh, I'm going to go back a few months where Vladimir Putin was asked about China having supersonic weapons. Or hypersonic weapons. And he said that he's not worried about a close friend and ally having hypersonic weapons. He is more worried about the United States of America having hypersonic weapons. And this was while he was announcing that he is going to be at the Olympics in Beijing. This was all part of that same thing. So it may not have been a couple months ago. It was just in uh, it was just a interview that he was doing. Uh, and it was one of the questions asked. Now, this leads me to believe that Vladimir Putin has to be up to something. Now, Putin is trying to put in a gas pipeline, and Germany blocked this action from happening. Uh... It was supposed to go across all the Nordic. Now, it was supposed to help OPEC because, you know, Russia needs money. 
they're 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 hurt their economy is hurting right now their main economy is oil uh as far as exporting goes they don't really export a whole lot of goods they 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 keep a lot of stuff in and maintained in house so that getting shot down and then biden talked about a hypothetical scenario where he would have to put a an embargo on russia and what that would entail how are you going to sanction russia and not china you're just asking for military action because Russia is not going to take something like that without responding. Who are they going to attack directly? It may not be United States, but it's definitely going to be United States ally. Especially since they have shown no fear of doing anything. Like they they annexed parts of the Ukraine earlier this uh this in this last decade. Uh Russia is not going to back down with Putin as its leader. Let's put it that way. They will go down they until Putin and anybody who is with his line of thinking in Russia until they are gone, Russia is always going to be a threat until the last of them are dead. In a scenario like this. Now, I would prefer to have Russia as an ally because even though they are communist adjacent, they it is better to be allied with people that we with people that we consider dangerous than to be enemies with them. We just don't adopt their policies. I mean, look, we've had this uh We've had we've been allied with China for how long? Well, not China, not allied, but we've had an agreement with them. And that's probably the only reason they haven't actually made any military direct military action worldwide. They, they've probably done some usurpation and some uh, subversion techniques, but Biden outright saying this where he can be recorded and seen is not going to sit well with Putin. He is big about remaining strong and showing the strength of Russia. He could say things like this about China. Cuz China will just sit there and laugh and be like, "Hey, he's cuz he has and you know what the Chinese said? He is an old geezer and he doesn't and he is demented and doesn't know what he's talking about." You can't talk this way about Russians. Russians don't play these games. And now we're in a scenario where Russia may retaliate in some manner. Who knows what the retaliation is going to be? They have used tech. They've been using cyber attacks on the on the United States for the last 20 years, anyway. So, are they going to escalate that to a different factor? Who knows? Either way. Expect something globally catastrophic in the first quarter of 2022 because 
Russia isn't getting their way, and then Biden had to run his mouth instead of just sitting sitting silently on the sidelines and letting it play out. It was a European problem, and then Biden made it a global problem. We already are uh, diplomatically boycotting the Olympics. That already shows we got a problem with China. China is aware of this. They are not going to, they also are not just going to stand by and just let this slide with nothing happening. They will do something. So be prepared. World War Three may not be waged on an, on a physical battlefield, but it is about to be waged. Like the Cold War will pale in comparison into what we are about to see. And we all need to be ready. And we honestly, we need to tighten up our belts because things are going to get rough. And it's not going to be easy. And I'm sorry if you don't, if you are on, are unable or unaware to see that this is com what's coming. Because we definitely have a war on the horizon. And we cannot just allow it to just go. We can't sit back on our hands and do nothing. Something has to be done. And I'm not saying that we, that the, we the people as Americans, uh, have to actively do anything. We need to convince our elected representatives that this is a problem. And it shouldn't be hard. If enough constituents voice their, give their voice and let make it known that they consider this a problem, they may something may actually get done. There are enough people in the House of Representatives that actually listen to their constituency when it comes to matters of foreign affairs and national security that something may be done. So keep that in mind. Now, yeah, are we going to be able to actively stop Russia, we the people? Not unless there's a land invasion. But if there's a land invasion, that any country that comes here is screwed. Everybody's packing in America. we got more guns than people. But I digress. Elon Musk. He is a polarizing figure. Many people have very, very uh, polarizing views regarding Elon Musk. Now, me personally, I think that he is a visionary and a great businessman who has... Uh, done a wealth of good for not only the American people, but also the planet as a whole with what he has created. If it weren't for him, there would be no such thing at as we know it, at least, as internet payment processing. He created PayPal. 
um, there's a, uh, he's, and then, you know, he went on, after he sold that, he went on to do what he's doing currently with Tesla, SpaceX, and the Boring Company. Now, not everything that he is that he has done in his career has been an absolute success. Look at his uh, personal life. There's a lot of there's a lot of chaos and controversy in his personal life and things like that. And that's where a lot of people actually draw the line on him is because he has uh, he is opposed to mandating vaccines and lockdowns he even moved his company out of california because of it so how did he become man of the year when he is going against the prevailing narrative amongst the media and the majority of the elites i think it has to do with the level of innovation that he uh that his company or companies have brought and the, he continues they continue to be productive and have and have pro, and create profit even during the pandemic even though they are not a company that uh, really had an ability to capitalize on anything during the pandemic. It's just a matter that he's a shrewd businessman and he's also an interesting person. But why is Elon Musk so revered amongst some and reviled against amongst others? Let's take it all the way back to when uh, to when he appeared on the on the Joe Rogan podcast. At that point. A lot of people had a, had an idea of who he was, but they didn't under they didn't know much. They didn't understand who he was as a person. They knew him as this eccentric billionaire. He comes on there. He seems like a personal. He seems like a personable human being who has a lot of uh, who has a wealth of knowledge and a lot of and a lot of categories and subjects and then he smoked a joint and everybody lost their minds now did he smoke that joint because of peer pressure did he smoke it because he probably already smokes was it because you know it's the podcast everybody smokes on the podcast who cares don't let that one moment Take away from the rest of the episode and what he brought as as he was pretty much introducing himself to the world. He's pragmatic and he is direct. You notice that he has intentionally tanked his own stock by saying whatever he feels like publicly. He's even said that his own stock is too high so that the valuation of it is wrong that Tesla is valued at way too much money
This led to board members trying to remove him from the board. I don't know if they succeeded. I didn't look into that too directly, but I know about that about that part of the story is that he was they attempted to remove him from the board. Uh, but he's he is a man that is not afraid to say what he thinks. But is he a plant? This is this is where I'm going. Is he a plant by the? Uh, globalist elites and the mainstream media to be that dissenting point of view and to be the icon of the dissenters. The people who are not for this vaccine, who are not for the lockdowns, who want freedom. Is he supposed to be there? Is he a plant? Or is he actually for freedom? This is a question we must ask ourselves. I have stated previously that I, that I believe The Rock to be the Antichrist. Is it possible that Elon Musk is the Antichrist? It is a potentiality. But we must be vigilant and we must pay attention. Because the day is coming when the Antichrist will reveal themselves. And we must be certain not to follow in their footsteps. That does not mean get vaccinated because because the Antichrist is anti-vax, if that so happens to be what happens. It means do not follow their footsteps and their precepts. However, I could not think of somebody who was more deserving of Man of the Year this year. Who else was it going to be? Honestly. Just... If you have an idea... Leave me a voice message or shoot me a text. Shoot me an email. That text and voicemail line is 740-280-6915 and emails are at captaininsanococaine at protonmail.com All right, I saved this segment for last. I promise I won't do any emails or voicemails or anything like that after this. In case anybody wants to skip the Jehovah's Witness uh, investigation. This is this will be the start of me going into directly what happened. I gave an overview last on last episode. Now, I started this investigation in September. I kept it quiet, and I was doing my best to avoid uh, rocking any boats, and I did my best. I wanted to get through. I figured there's a lot of holidays between September and New Year's. I wanted to make it to New Year's. I did not make it to New Year's without being disassociated from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, essentially excommunicated. They will have nothing to do with me. I would have to go and give, like, a ridiculous apology and do a lot of social work directly for the Jehovah's Witnesses to be allowed back into one of their churches 
uh, at least locally. Maybe if I went somewhere else and said, or something like that. But they also keep track of membership. So, in September, I met, uh, I, now I'm gonna use pseudonyms. Are for everybody. Uh, because the Jehovah's Witnesses are litigious. Uh, almost as litigious as the Church of Scientology, as I said before. I met, let's say, the Johnson family in September. And uh, I met a member, his name, uh, Ryan. So Ryan is in his mid-twenties, uh, very, very, uh, very interesting personality. I would say uh, bold and charismatic, but also reserved at the same time. Uh, knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and does not say too much. Now, Ryan and I met through a, uh, at a event that I went to that was hosted by a work associate. And he just had all these interesting anecdotes. Now, a lot of his anecdotes were completely false information, but they were at least interesting. Um... And I am always intrigued by interesting people. I always want to get to know interesting people. So I actually sit down and I'm talking to him. And I realize he's not drinking any alcohol. We are at a... We are at a... At a bar. We have taken this one section of a bar over. And he is probably the only person there not drinking. And I asked him... I was like, oh, hey. Well, I was like... Uh, what will you have? I wanted to give him something. He's like, oh, I'm... He's like, he's like, I'm... He's like, don't worry, I'm straight. And I was like... Alright. Well, you want a Pepsi. Can I get you a Pepsi? And he's like, nah. He's like... No, I'm drinking... Decaffeinated tea. Now... This is not... Every Jehovah's Witness says anti-tea. That's a Mormon thing. Or anti-caffeine. That's a Mormon thing. But he was drinking decaf. Decaffeinated uh, iced tea. So when I tried to give him a Pepsi, he was like, no, no, no. No. I guess he didn't want uh, caffeine at 10.30 at night. But I asked him how he knew my work associate. And apparently they had been childhood friends. Now... After probably 45 minutes of discussing, of just chatting with this fellow, getting to know him, uh, he asks me if I would be interested in coming to an event that his church is hosting on Saturday. Now, he did not specify what kind of church, uh, anything like that. And I said, you know what? I am always interested in going and doing something to help a church out. Uh, anything, you know, anything to help the kingdom. So, get invited. I go, and I, so Saturday comes, I show up. I see all these people wearing blue jeans and white shirts. And 
I did not know quite what to do with myself as I had shown up black jeans, black t-shirt, uh, and I stood out like a sore thumb, And I, but I find Ryan, and he's there with his wife and two kids. And I, I was like, hey, I was like, what's, how's it going? And he's, you know, and he introduces me to his wife and his uh, two kids. And his kids run off and go uh, join the other children who are making crafts of some sort. And he's like, I'm glad you could, you know, he's like, I'm glad you could make it. Uh, we are going to go and pass out copies of the Watchtower. At this moment, I knew exactly what I had gotten myself into. I was like, because I know what the Watchtower is. And I was like, the Watchtower. He's like, yes. He's like, we are, and that is when he's like, Yes, we are Jehovah's Witnesses. I didn't tell you before we showed up because I didn't think you would if you didn't, if you knew what was going on. And I was, and I wanted to say you're right. I wouldn't have shown up, but I didn't. I uh, showed some, I showed some restraint there, uh, and I said, "Well, what is going? What's what's the process? What is going on here?" He's like, "Well, we're gonna hand out, we're gonna hand out tracks, and then, uh, L." Then Elder Jenkins is going to give a is going to give a sermon in the middle of the courtyard here at the park, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna help hand out tracks, and uh, I was like, I don't, cause I don't know enough about the Jehovah's Witnesses to be uh, guiding people towards you, and he took that with respect, and I was like, but I would like to learn more. And he's like, well, if you come to the courtyard, you'll get to learn more. So that day. Uh, I watched them hand out tracks. I hung out. I helped. I did some arts and crafts with the kids. And then Elder Jenkins comes down. Uh, we go to the courtyard, and Elder Jenkins is there, and he's ready to speak. And I heard some of the most ridiculous words I have ever heard strung together in sentences, and all these people just went with it. They're like, yes, this makes sense. And I'm like, is this how people who aren't Christians feel when they come to a Protestant church? Like, because uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses are far from Protestantism. They are... Uh, I don't know what the direct term is, but they're trying to take it restorationism. They're a restorative church, but they also change the Bible and change a lot of scriptural things to fit their own. But it was like, is this how non-Christians feel when they when I have invited them to church? They're just sitting there like, what is this? This is dumb. Really made me wonder about the nature of religion, and. He was talking, and at one point he brought up how how uh, Halloween was coming up in a month, and he hoped that they could shine a light on how dark and evil the holiday is in their neighborhoods, so that 
they could limit the amount of participation in Halloween. Now, I truthfully am not aware of if Sam Hain predates All Hallows Eve or not. All Hallows Eve, I know, is third century Catholic Church. Sam Hain, I'm not going to look it up. But I think that Halloween might be the one holiday that doesn't have pagan roots. The pagans co-opted it. I think almost every other holiday had pagan roots and the Christians co-opted it. Could be wrong. But it was interesting hearing this, and I wanted to hear more. Not because I agreed with it, because I was intrigued by the fact that so many people believed in what was being said and just went along with literally some crazy things being said that should have lit up a bunch of alarms and I want and I wanted to get to the bottom of it. So next time we'll talk about when I actually met with Elder Jenkins uh, over lunch and I got to pick his brain about the Jehovah's Witnesses. And I got to learn about the importance of several dates in history. And uh, also get to make him very suspicious of me because I had too many questions. All right, that's the show. Be on the lookout for some information coming your way via Facebook. If you have uh, liked or followed the Wake Up America with Captain Insano Facebook page, uh, as far as I know, it's facebook.com slash Captain Insano pod. You can, if you have any comments or questions, the text and voicemail line is always available. 740-280-6915. There's also the email. You can also email Captain Insano cocaine at protonmail.com. As always, stay woke, stay thirsty. God bless America.